0: Benton Rave is brought to you by Andrews Technology Group. Make sure you hit them up at a n d r e w s technology group DJs, promoters, small business owners, get your technology and website needs met.
1: Hey, Soka lovers! It's Soca Sesa,
0: and it's Chick. And we're back. Episode four, season two. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Huh? You'd think by now we would have run out of topics, but you know what? They just keep coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a great one for you guys today. We've been talking about it offline, but now we want to share it with you and get your feedback. For Trinidad Carnival, we are seeing a lot of artists doing their own shows. I mean, this started with like Michelle Monday and they had Kes Tuesday and then Iowa and Destra tried to do something on Wednesday. And now you've got Nadia Batson is doing a show with Sass. You've got Skinny Fabulous, even though the out-of-towners are coming in and doing their own shows. You have Lyrical and Friends. I mean, what is happening? What's going on that the artists feel the need to do their own parties during Carnival?
1: And let me tell you, it's not just Trinidad; it's around the islands. Talpri has Pre-Day. Ricardo Drew has his own show. Tedison John has his own show in Saint Lucia. Ricardo Drews in Antigua. Um, it goes through the islands for sure. What is happening?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think this is a good move on their part. Um, obviously, you know, we learned last summer. <laughs> that putting on events is, is not as easy as it looks. It's not buddy. easy. <laughs> Shouts to the Rant and Rave live chat series. Um, but I think they're doing this because, you know, you get a lot of promoters coming in from, from all over the place. You just have them wanting to do their own show, push their own thing. Some artists aren't getting booked. Some of them are not really liking the time frame. But then some of them just have a vision of what they want the party scene to look like. And so they're contributing to it by doing their own events. I don't know if that's a bad thing at all. I think that might be really good.
1: Well, that not, like, I'm going to break apart your, your <laughs> reasons. Um, not getting booked. Supposedly, if you're not getting booked, it's because the people don't want to see you. Um, hard facts. And so promoters want to make money. So they're going to choose the artists that they think will bring in the most people and give them the most successful event. And so that's why they would say they're not booking the artists. And so if you're on on that list and you're not getting enough bookings, doing your own show is kind of scary because maybe they're right and uh, you guys don't want to see all lists. Like that's, that's pretty, you know, you have to be very strong and confident in your talent, in your music to put on your own show when others are telling you you're not worth it. Kudos. Kudos. I mean, that's what they're saying. I mean, they're not saying it outright, but not booking you means it's, it's not profitable to have you on this show. So kudos to them on that. I mean, besides, um, Marshall, right? Like there, there's, there's a certain level where you're, you may not get booked because you're too expensive.
0: Um, but that's very few uh, of the artists. Yeah, um, but I mean, especially in Trinidad, you have different artists that appeal to different audiences, and sometimes promoters don't really think of that. Because if you think about marketability, you can't have Marshall at every show. From my show, that's not good, right? Like, I can't be everywhere. So why not just have my own event and have everybody come see me here? But then also, it's a matter of just kind of... Some of these promoters, you know, there's the the theoretical Soka Mafia in Trinidad. Some of the promoters are kind of prescribing it for you, right? No, you want to see Masha. You want to see Kess, You don't want to see Lyrical or Skinny or the Out-of-Towners. You only want to see these people. And I think for the artists, it's a really good opportunity, not just to showcase themselves, because most of them are not doing the shows just by themselves, right? It's not like a night with Mm -hmm. Lyrical. They're bringing in other people, and they're bringing in probably some other lesser-known artists to showcase them. Now, I'm pretty sure not all of these parties are going to be at the Hazley Crawford Stadium, right? They're going to be in smaller venues because they have to test their theory. Like you said, you're not sure if people really do want to spend the money to see you. But I do think it's good for the artists to kind of take back that kind of control, to see for themselves whether or not people want to see them. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great idea. Um, It's, I don't know how sustainable it is because you can't do more than one, right? Like you can't have three nights of lyrical. You can't have four nights of fam jam. Like (laughs) you just, you're doing one. But I think it's, it's good for them to be able to sort of take back the control of where they get shown, how they market themselves, really seeing what appeals to their audiences and promoting their own music. Sometimes they can't get all of the songs that they have played on the radio. And some of these artists are coming out with so much music and radio stations, especially in Trinidad, will play like two or three and play it over and over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's... A lot to show off your own talent and to show off the talent of people who you know are also not getting the shot. Um, so basically, these artists are also becoming promoters mm-hmm. because now they ha- have the task of choosing who else is going to be on the cast with them, um, who's going to compliment their sound, who's, gonna, who's going to steal their thunder. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to be strategic that, you know, whoever you you put on your show isn't going to just completely overshadow you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know a lot of artists complain about um, production value at at events that they go to. Mic's not working. um, Mm -hmm. Feedback uh, sounds not right. um, Lighting is off. Uh, you know, people performing in the dark, like some people at semifinals at um,
0: International Soca Monarch. But you know, um. <laughs> wow, that was you said that so quickly. It's almost like people can't hit rewind. Come on. Girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, people complain about things like that, and they say, "Well, I I know a good sound system. I'm gonna put on." real production and now you'll see me for the the real talent I have because the places you've seen me there's been all this bad (laughs) bad mics and bad this and that and it's their fault not my fault come to my show and you'll see the real me Uh, so you get that I mean I know um Edwin Yerwood has told me many times you know if you think you like how I perform in these small clubs in Brooklyn, come to Barbados and see me in a large stadium and catch that vibe, it'll be a totally different show. So sometimes it's not even just a bash. It's just, listen, I can just give you a whole different experience.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's true. And some of these artists have bands that they usually work with or dancers and Promoters can't pay for all of that setup. So, right. you know, if you want to give your good show, you bring your team to your event. Um, I think that's a really good point. I think it's, you know, we, especially here in New York, we've seen it where we've had artists booked and then they don't come on until the last 20 minutes, <laughs> the last hour. Like they, some of them are performing while the lights are coming on in a venue. So, I yeah. do think having that kind of control over when you perform and the time slot, and being able to really give a good show because you know how long your set is going to be. I think that's, that's important. And you know what? Not for nothing. <laughs> Marshall Monday, although this is going to be the last one, I think that was such a great idea because it allowed Marshall to not just have its own stage, but also to showcase other acts. Like when we were there, we saw acts from around the world. Yeah, who came in and he, he does that all the time. He brought in a Cuban artist last year, I think a couple years ago was Runtown. Like he, he brings in other people that he wants you to get familiar with. And I think if an artist is really trying to be about the music and showcase more things, I think that's a really great way to do it. I commend them for taking up the mantle. This is not going to be easy. And good luck to all of them, especially the ones who, you know, are coming in from away. Good luck getting getting your venues, good luck getting your security, good luck getting your stage and show and production going well and marketing it to the people. Um, But I think it's a really great idea. I'd love to see what comes of it. My only concern will be you're going to have that show now competing with every other show and the other promoters for other events, those all-inclusives, the other high-end events are not going to have those talents those nights. So I think there may be some scheduling issues, but... I think it's a good idea.
1: There's definitely scheduling issues because, I mean, let's face it, there's only so many days leading up to Carnival where people are interested. And that's when they're trying to jam-pack all of these shows. And in many places, people are trying to, many instances, artists are trying to claim a day, Mm. right? Marshall Monday, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tuesday on the Rocks. And, you know, pre-day is you know, on a Thursday. You you have to get that day. I mean, you, you're really breaking it down now where are, are, are we having shows, you know, three weeks before Carnival? I would love to see if the artists are doing their very own branded shows throughout the year, um, mm-hmm. not just uh, during Carnival. I know... Um, Kez does Tuesday on the Rocks in different places.
0: Yes. Skinny Um, does
1: Black Rave other places. Right. So, and I know Tedison John said that he's going to do creme de la creme in different locations, Mm. but not, but I don't, I haven't seen anybody do a second run in their own country, um, a different time of year, but outside of carnival. Mm. So that may, that may be something that someone can try. Um, that may be interesting. Just you know, sometimes people do like
0: a birthday p- party, yeah, um, which will be a different time of the year. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see what they do as they go forward, how this scales. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure everyone is trying to somehow pull off a Marshall Monday, but at at present, <laughs> fill a club and see how it does, and take what? the learnings from that. I would like to give a warning to
1: these artists that are putting on their own show. When you tell me that you are headlining your own show, I want to hear classics. I want to hear songs that normally will never get played on the radio. I want to hear all of your tunes. Do not come, put your name on the marquee. And then let every other artist sing a million tunes. You come out, you sing the same three hot songs, and you go.
0: I feel like that is oddly specific. Listen. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) That's okay. We don't have to call names. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, (laughs) No. I'm I'm
1: going to let them rock. I'm going to let them rock right now. I'm going to let them rock. Because they be, when they hear the words... They will say to themselves,
0: <laughs> we can do better. Yeah, who the cat fits, let them wear it. But <laughs> but you're right. I think if you do have your own show, it's a really good time to, to play, you know, the songs that people love you for, as well as your new music. Um, now you have as much time as you want, right? <laughs> you can do the whole thing. Um, your whole catalog, And sing all the words. And sing all the words. <laughs> sing all the words. Nobody's cutting you off. Time. Um, Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I would love to see some video footage, some real recap videos, not cell phone recap videos, Um, some real photos, some real. I want to get a sense of what the energy was like there. Obviously, this year I will not be in Trinidad for Carnival. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's okay. I'll be in Guyana for MASH. Um, But I do want to see how this plays out. I want to see the pictures, I want to see real good videos of how this went, because I'm sure you're going to try to promote this event elsewhere or another time. I, I, I'm I, always here for it.
1: I love when artists get to have a moment to shine. I love when fans get to really have time to appreciate the artists that they love, hear the songs that they've been banging in their house. And begging DJs to play all year long. They get them, the fans get their time to shine in these kinds of moments. And so I'm glad that artists are doing it. I Mm -hmm. just hope that they do it well. Think about the size of the venue. You don't have to have a huge venue for for it to work, it can work in a smaller venue, but the lighting and the sound has to be on point because we come to see you shine.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Take that, promoters. Yes. <laughs> Good luck competing with them. And, and, you know, now you have all these different people trying to compete for time frame. And we know Trinidad is FET to FET to FET to FET to FET. To fet. So hopefully this will be more artistry in the FETs. And speaking
1: of promoters, mm-hmm. I'm ready to rave. Let's rave! All this <laughs> talk, all this talk about FETs and Concerts. Let's do this. Um, this week we are going to rave to not one but two artists who are on the same song, and these are mega artists, Kev and on stitch, <laughs> Once so is Boy on Dear promoter.
2: There we go. Well,
0: when you have a Guyanese and a Canadian in your effect it's number <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm
1: just saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I love that song. I love that song.
1: I love that song, but I have one pet peeve with that song. Mm. I've been telling promoters, don't have these big artists come here and you don't have good lighting. You don't have them on an actual stage. You have them standing up on a cooler <laughs> wow. I'm standing on a chair. Oh my goodness. We've seen artists stand up on a chair to try to get a little height so people can see them. This Risking is their
0: lives so that you can
1: see them standing on ledges or railings, oh. holding, holding on to the ceiling so they can <laughs> brace themselves. You, can't, you don't know who's really on stage. You're just hearing a voice because there's no lighting whatsoever. Not a... <laughs> If somebody's not taking active video with their their (laughs) phone, you have no clue what this person looks like. Oh, wow. And I mean,
0: I feel like in the song, they're letting the promoter slide on that. But (laughs) yeah, um, you know what really is interesting? You have a song and you call it Dear Promoter. I really expect it to be kind of like a letter to a promoter and letting them know, you know, this is what we want in the parties. This is what we like in the parties. And I'm not so sure that that song delivers that. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah, like, dear I promoter, know. and we're singing about this other thing. Yeah. yeah. Dear promoter,
1: we're fun. We're awesome. <laughs> have us. Have us. We're going to have a time. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's true, but we we wanted to vent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to hear something that was actually towards promoters. Because you know what? Promoters can do better. Artists can do better. Patrons can do better. The whole party scene can get better. So I was expecting a couple of nuggets of what they thought might help. And no. But it's still a cool so, I mean, you have casting out voice oh bad. How's it bad? Come on, come on
1: <laughs> and and to to the end of you know promoters versus artists, in this grand scheme, promoters are working with artists to put these shows on. Mm-hmm. so you know it it should be a benefit to all. Mhm
0: is what it should be, especially the fans. man, we love it. We love it. Oh my goodness. yes. I'm here for it all day, every day. Send us your feedback. Let us know how you see these events going on. Let us know if these parties are really worth the ticket prices or if you're like, you know what? I'm going to the cool Fed I always go to because I know I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) Leave us your feedback, but make sure that you're also following us on all social media. Follow Soka Say So on social media or go to SokaSaySo.com. Follow Dish Chick on all social media or go to dyschick dot com. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Let us know what you thought or think of Trinidad Carnival and the parties and events because we're missing out. Aww. I'm sad. Don't make me sad. I'm not going to be too sad. Diana will be fun. Stay tuned to DishChick.com. dot com. Shouts to me. Mm. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We are here and we have topics galore.
0: Okay. Bye.